Greetings and welcome to a brand new episode of Out the Box Talks. I am your host, Krill. I am so excited to continue bringing you all brand new episodes of Out the Box Talks. Every Friday, we put out a new show. I hope you guys have been enjoying the um, interviews and the different artists that I've been able to feature on the platform. You know, as always, I focus on creativity or consciousness or just some type of quality or, you know, thought-provoking content that an artist has to offer on this platform. And uh, as always, the artists that I have tonight on the show are no stranger to that. Um, So I'm really going to get into their project that they released earlier this year. But before we do that, I want to... Just shout out the website, which is outtheboxmedia.com. Make sure you go to that website to keep updated with all of the, you know, cool stuff we've been doing from our music mixes to our plethora of interviews that we've done since 2008, 2009, whether it's via video or audio. We also have our Patreon page where you can actually uh, become a member so that you can uh, get access to exclusive interview clips. These are interview clips that have not been available publicly only for Patreon subscribers or out-the-box members that go above and beyond to support. Uh, We also have our, you know, our merch site, which is outtheboxmedia.bigcartel.com. We got merch up on the site, like the snapback hat that I got on, the Out The Box TV. This is for the vintage heads, right? Like, if you know Out The Box TV's been rocking since, like, 2009, 2008. So this is the, uh, you know, the originator of the platform, right? Out The Box TV is where it all began. And we also got other tees and other sweaters and, you know, a, a number of other clothing and apparel items that you can rock and just feel like you're a supporter of the movement if you if you really recognize and identify with what we do here right and then we also have our donations right so um if you want to give donations to um out the box media if you like what we do because it is costly it does cost you know uh some funds to be able to continue doing this through the you know to stream on a on a you know and put out new shows every Friday and all the other things we got going on. So you can always send donations to Cash App at uh cash tag out the box rep. And if you're on PayPal, you could just send it to paypal.me slash outtheboxmedia.com. Also remember if you are looking at this show via YouTube, the show also airs and is available as an audio podcast on platforms like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast. Generally, where you listen to audio podcasts, you will find these episodes. So you can always, you know, check there as well. All right. So um, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to get that out the way. Also, remember to subscribe if you are looking at this show on YouTube. If you've been watching our episodes for all these weeks or all these months and you have not subscribed, please, please, please go do me a favor and just hit that subscribe button and remember to um, hit that uh, notification bell. You know, if you like what we do and you appreciate this content, feel free to subscribe so that we can keep you connected, right, with all of the great episodes that we have and all the other stuff happening without the box all right so i just wanted to make sure i got that out i sometimes forgot forget to remind folks to subscribe to out the box tv on youtube all right 
And uh, yeah, so like I said, we have another guest on the show today. It's actually, we actually have a duo, like so, our artist MC producer combo, which is hip hop, right? Don't get that's one of the biggest representations of hip hop. So I'm really excited to have these two brothers on the show. Um, let me just give a little, you know, insight about them. So. We have an MC who's been doing this thing for quite some time, man, releasing projects every year. Um, we had him on the platform via our audio podcast last year, so it's pretty exciting to have him back uh, to speak about this new project that he has uh, with the other guest today entitled The Law of Least Effort. And the other guest is actually a producer. He is the production ear behind this project you know, and they are here to rock with us for episode 72. So uh, without further ado, I want to welcome to our Out the Box viewing and listening audience, my brothers Elo Kush and Ras Beats. Welcome to Out the Box Talks. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Welcome. Peace, Jay. Peace. It's a pleasure Good, to have y'all. Good to be here, man. Appreciate it. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, good, good to be here, man. Thanks for having us. Likewise, man. It's a pleasure. You know, um, I can't recall the actual date when the Law of Least Effort came out, but I know it was sometime earlier this year. And as I was saying a little bit earlier before the interview, you know, the title you know, really struck out to me, right? So um, I want to talk about this project, which is going to be like the bulk of the interview. But before I do that, I do want to give y'all an opportunity to just, you know, introduce yourselves, you know, talk about, just give us a brief idea of, you know, what got you guys individually involved in doing music and how you guys came together to do the music as collectively. So either person can go first if you want to go first, Ross Beats. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Um, I get into I got into music from, you know, just loving it as a kid. Um, I got into DJing, you know, uh, doing my routines and, you know, trying to be nice on, on the battling tip, scratching and all that stuff. And and at a certain point, I was like, let me, let me try to make my own beats. You know what I mean? Because I loved the stuff I was hearing. And it was kind of messing with my head, like, you know, how is this being done from from old records and samples? I was like, let me try that, you know, and, and that's where it came from for me, you know, in the beginning, just kind of imitating other people and then, you know, getting into uh, what I think I have my own style and, and taking it from there. Um, that's kind of how I got started, just 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 loving music and, and going from there. Um yeah, that, that was it for me. That was it for me, for sure. Elo um, Kush. Elo Kush, you know, artist, uh, creative. Um, just, you know, the music is, is, is in the DNA from passed down from, you know, older, older brothers in my family, jazz musicians, and just passed down to the art form. The art form, I'm entrenched in it, you know, I was raised in the culture. So... Um, it's, it's really, it's always been there for me, whether I know it or not, you know, music has always been there. Hip hop has always been there because hip hop is my culture and your culture is your way of life, and how you move. Um, 
you know, the people who've, who who got me, my Mount Rushmore, who got me started in the art form were, um, you know, Chuck D, Brother J, Wise Intelligent, Tragedy Gaddafi, and um, I'm forgetting somebody, my fifth one, but I don't remember. But, you know, that's in KRS-One, excuse me. And that's, you know, that's, that's who did it for me. So here I am. Dope, dope. So tell me about how you guys first came together. Like, how did y'all first meet to begin with? You want to take it or you want me to? Go ahead, Roz. Go ahead. Let the people hear you, G. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, I know it was, um, you know, a, a, a homeboy, uh, John Doe, DJ John Doe, mm, right. did a project with uh, Invisible Hands, uh, a maxed out single. And there was a song out there called Jackhammer that Elo had a verse on it. And um, I ended up doing a remix for that song, uh, Jackhammer. And I think it was just something like, so I kind of connected with Elo, you know, social media and stuff like that through that. And and, and we kind of decided like, you know, let's let's try to do a joint. Like, like I like how he sounded over my beats. And I was like, let's let's try to do something. And it just kind of went from there. You know what I mean? We did uh, Martyrs as the first joint. And um, yeah, it just, just kind of organically went from there. You know what I mean? It kind of naturally went like, you know, this sounds pretty good. This feels pretty good. It was a pretty pretty smooth start. So we took it from there and yeah, ended up doing the project. But uh, yeah, so it was just kind of like we didn't, from my perspective, we didn't necessarily start with like, yeah, let's do a whole project and let's name it this and let's do this, let's do this, do that. We just we just did some music and then, you know, it felt good. I think we both saw potential in it. And from there we, we kept working and then it turned into the project that, that we have now. Um, so that 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 kind of for me, that's my favorite kind of you know collaborations when it's when it's it just kind of unfolds. You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of similar to life in a, in a way where just things happen and all of a sudden you're like, you know, we got four songs, we got to do something now. Right. They all seem to have a consistent theme. You know, let's build on that. Let's take it even further. So. Yeah, I don't know, Elo, if there's anything you want to add to it, but I think that's, you know, from my perspective, that's how it kind of came to be. I think, I think, it, well, everything you're saying is factology. Mm -hmm. The only, only thing I would add on to it was the cohesiveness of it was, um, mm -hmm. it wasn't even, it wasn't like, it wasn't hard to create with Ross. You know, it was, um, mm -hmm. you know, the platform was the platform. And then, like he said, it wasn't like, hey, this song is called this, or I got this beat for that. It was like, yeah, hey, I got this music. What do you think? I think that's hot. I sent him back some stuff. He was like, yo, that's crazy. And it was it was just such an unforceful, you know, I know a lot of people say organic in a lot of different times, but that's how even the title came forth, from what I was reading, what I was studying at the time. And it all came forth so effortlessly. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, when he said martyrs, I was, I was, I was thinking about the greats. That's why I called it the martyrs at the time. I was reflecting on that. And I put it in the music, and it, and it felt it, it just felt like that was well, not that what it was supposed to be. That was what it's supposed to be because it just came as natural as possible. Hmm. You know, one of the things I noticed about you, Ross Beats, is that you you know, in, in thinking about some of your previous projects, you you put out an EP called a High Five EP in two thousand eighteen, 
And you also put out a project called um, Control Your Own. Um, Control Your Own album in 2016, which I actually recall now. Like, I remember, you know, the promo going around for that project. But Mm -hmm. those two projects were like compilation projects in a sense. Like, they featured a number of different MCs. Is this... I could be wrong, but just uh, just so that I ask the question, is this your first project where you just did with one MC? Yeah, that's the first one. Yep, this is... Um, I had a... Even before that, I had an EP named Balance uh, and then those two others that you just mentioned. And um, yeah, it was still, it was definitely something I wanted to do. You know, I think it's, it's a different challenge to for a producer... Um, even though it was a collaboration, you know, 100% between the two of us from a producer, it's a little bit of a different challenge, you know, to like, let me make a certain amount of music with this one artist, this one voice and, and, and try to make that as good as possible. It's a, it's a very different uh, project to take on than like, you know, I think Control Your Own maybe had 12 different rappers and, and uh, MCs and, and, and high five had five, obviously. So it's, it's very different, but it's something that I was excited to do and something that I was kind of looking for the right situation and, and you know, just came along. And, and so it's, it's definitely something that I wanted to do for sure. Dope, dope. Let's talk about the actual album title, right? Pretty uh, strong album title. It's called The Law of Least Effort. Can you tell us why you guys chose to go with this title and the significance it has to the actual music on the album? Um, so in the creative process of even before Roz and I were really uh, working on this particular album, every, every, like I make it a point every, I think like in the, in the winter time, right before the new year starts, because the new year is really in spring, spring equinox. So I read the I read the seven spiritual laws of success by Deepak Chopra. You know what I'm saying? And in in reading that book, it's a spiritual guide for me. You know, it's just it's a great information guide for myself. And reading that book, I was uh, you know, gaining a lot because I read it a million times, but this is the time it gave me a different level of information. So when when Roz and I started actually working. I wasn't re. I made it a purpose in my, in, you know, in, in my creativity, not to rewrite the verse or send back Roz the beat and say, "Hey, that doesn't work for me." Whatever I wrote, whatever he sent, that's what it was, and it came out. I didn't overthink it. I didn't over, you know, I didn't edit, over edit it. I just let it flow freely for myself. Like this is the first time I've did this in a long time, so it was it was like an effortless, it was an effortless action, but still. It came out with supremacy in the in the actual you know in in, in results of it, so um, that's why I called it the law of least effort because I didn't rewrite anything, I didn't overthink the hooks. Roz didn't send me a beat, then oh let I'm gonna resend this one. Nah, it was really it was just yo, what you got? Oh yeah, Elo, I like that. Oh, it was it was on. It wasn't really, and we're not yes men either. It was just like yeah, that's it, that's it right there. Or oh, that one, okay, yeah, I love that beat, and I wrote to it. And there it was. That's interesting. So the process started before y'all even came up with the title. Like y'all were already moving in that direction. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, and I and I think we were we were already kind of doing it, sort of following that way of thinking without having the title. You know what I mean? Like I like I think that's 
that's why the title really fits. You know, it's because obviously you want to have a good title for your project. You want it to fit the music and make sense. But I think for me, it, it really fits this because that's really what we were doing. You know what I mean? Like we were like, once we started working on everything, it was smooth. And, and it's just a good approach to have to most things, but certainly creativity, you know, is, is to, to not kind of get in your own way is how I look at it, right? You can, um, like I can make a beat and I can sit there and, and, you know, just be chopping up a piano and some drums and I can sit there and I can be like, you know, we can all get into our own heads. I think I could be like, yo, has this been done before? You know, has anybody, you know what I mean? And, and you start right. to be like, you overthink it, whereas like it kills, kills the joy, it kills any kind of flow you have. And, and, and I learned at this point in my life to just kind of step back, you know, just be like, while I'm making it, I turn that off. Once I'm done or almost done, then I'm like, what do I have here? You know what I mean? And if it's nothing, nothing that needs to leave the house, it stays in the house, you know, but sometimes you make some stuff and then you go back to it and you're like, it actually reminds me a lot. I used to write graffiti when I was, uh, you know, when I was a teen and it reminded me of like, you know, you, you, you did your piece and then the next day you went back in the morning and you saw it kind of with, with fresh eyes and you're like, oh shit, you know, this is a burner, this is nice or whatever. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I wasn't that nice, but some of my peoples were, I, I was all right, but you know what I mean? But, um, mm. but I, it reminds me of that. Like sometimes I make a beat and I remember being okay. And then I might, you know, if I was up working at night, I might play it the next day. And I'd be, you know, sometimes it surprises you, you know, so that just kind of doing that just kind of taught me like, don't, you know, obviously you don't want to just throw stuff together, but don't overanalyze it while you're doing it. Like the, the, the analyzing comes afterwards. When Once you have something that has a certain form, then look at it then. I find for me, that's very helpful. Like that just, that just enables you to get so much more and better stuff done because you're not being like a mathematician when you're being creative, you know? Yeah. Definitely. For sure. Well said. So... Kush, you alluded to this earlier, but I'll, I'll continue on to it, where in the beginning of the album, I think it's like the first track, you know, you, you really talk about that whole idea of the, loss, the law of least effort, where you say, um, you know, um, not rewriting the verse, not overthinking the production, not overthinking the skits, right? Even though the process of making this project was abided by the law of least effort, what would you say are some of the challenges that still presented itself in the construction of this album, despite taking the natural easier route? Mm, good question. Um, I think uh, I think one of the challenges that I had in in creativity with this was, was not not being in the law of least effort. That was the challenge itself, you know, like. Mm trusting whatever was going on at that moment and not like okay do i need do i need to say this better do do i need to reword this better and and not being on myself so much you know if that makes sense like not being overly editing myself like i usually do because i'm an author as well so you know, i'm always writing and then trying to make the best sentence be because once you let it go it's gone you know like once you record it and then it's out and Roz has it and it's mixed and it comes in out then it's gone already so that was the challenge, not trying to, 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 well, striving to stay in the law of least effort and not saying, 
okay, that's not it. Let me doubt myself and go back. Nah, I just let it go. So I stuck to that platform. That was the only challenge for myself, I would say. Got it. I think this idea of perfection sometimes um, could be a little misleading sometimes, especially when you want to get, you know, your talents out to the world, right? Right. Um, you know, I think a lot of people in, in, in certain situations may hold on to something for so long and it's difficult for them to just find that comfortability to just, you know what, I gave it my best shot. Let me get it out. That's something that I've been learning um, that it's not so much about perfection all the time, but just giving it your best shot and get it out, you know? Yes. Um, and I think that also goes, coincides with the whole law of least effort. So I'm I, like I said, the, the title stood out to me and I think it was dope that when you started the album, you kind of talked about it right before you even got into the first song. You talked about the process of making the album and how it fit into this concept of the law of least effort. So, correct, um, yeah, I, I would like to add on to that point. What you just said, I would think that was the only that was the only moment right there, the actual intro. Roz was like, bro, give me, say what it is. And Roz, you know, he brought me to that point because I was thinking like, yo, let's just use a sample for something. He was like, nah, 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 talk about it. Talk about how you feel and let the people hear how you really feel. And I had to, I thought for a second and then it just came out. I sent it to Roz and I was expecting him to say, that's good, let's do it again. On it. But he was like, nah, that was it. That's perfect, leave it right there. So it, that was the only coaching point in this whole album, I would say. Wow. I'm, and I'm, purpose. And purpose. And purpose. Okay. I, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad that you started the album in that way because I, as a listener, it intrigued me to want to really pay attention to the project from that conceptual standpoint. Right. Like the fact that it was started in that way. So props to you, Ross Beats, for, you know, bringing him, bringing him in yeah, yeah, I mean, just just to add a little bit to it, like you know, because and that's that's one thing I like a lot about Elo as an MC is is he he obviously has something to say, you know what I mean? So, and I, I like that a lot. I'm a fan of that. You know what I mean? Like like I like all types of different different rhyming, but. When I think back, like I learned so much from hip hop in my life, you know what I mean? Like I was listening to, like you brought up Wise Intelligent. I was listening to Poor Righteous Teachers the other day. And I remember listening to that as as, as a teenager and, and, and just being like, yo, I'm not catching everything, but I'm I'm intrigued, I'm interested. I, I, I wanna know more about what he's talking about. You know what I mean? So I just think it's such a, it's such a tool that you know, can be used for so many things. Um, and so I'm glad it connected with you, that intro, because I think it was it was dope the way Elo talked about it. And I remember when I got it, you know, when I got his vocals back, because he, he recorded it, and then I put the music to it. And I was kind of like, you know, because it flows like a, not like a conversation, but it's obviously he's, he's, he's saying it live, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not... It's not super staged. It's not super scripted. Yeah. And I thought about like, should I edit it down so it was as tight as possible? But I ended up with like, nah, it flows the way it is, and and that kind of fits the 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 title and the concept and everything on the album too. Of like, 
let me not take everything he's saying and, and make sure all the space is completely even and, and, and stuff like that, you know, because that kind of, you know, goes against what we talk about uh, on the album. But uh, no, I'm, I'm glad that as a listener that 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 um, that, that made an impression on you. That's kind of exactly what we were going for with it, for sure, with that intro. Yeah, it definitely made sense. So I want to talk about some of the lyrics and I'm going to be going through like some of the songs on the album. Uh, The first actual song called Wizardry, you have a line, Elo, uh, where you say, so ease up selector on your gentle side of playlists and do the knowledge to this edutainment. And that's word to the Blastmaster's verse on Jack of Spades. Shout out to the legend KRS-One. But what was it about the Jack of Spades verse by the Blastmaster KRS that inspired you to take the edutainment approach as a lyricist? Um, That, you know, that movie was funny as hell. Let's just say, first of all, right? That's a classic movie. Um, I'm gonna get you sucker, correct? That's what that is, right? I'm gonna get you sucker. That that movie was classic, but the what, what, what blew my mind in that movie, I'm I'm watching the movie in the movie theater, and then bang at the end, you see one of your favorite artists come out. You know, I'm like, oh, like, oh, that's that's KRS one, that's Miss Melody, that's BD, that's that's DJ D Nice. And they and they and they fly the extra fly, but the message still was so relevant. It was so relevant because you remember back in that time, all you had to do was have a big gold chain. You was like a an artist. It was like you know what I'm saying, like in the videos. And he was so dope in his message. Um, I I just love I just love KRS One. I love the signs of edutainment. You know that's how I I I walked that that razor blade in my career. Because you're teaching and also you entertaining at the same time, so I'm gonna say something, but I got you. Have, you still gotta be like this, you know what I'm saying? Like you still got, but but it's like oh, you know, because that's how hip hop is for me, you know. I mean, who who is better than who is better than Brother Jay at that? You know, I'm like in teaching, but he's saying some wizardry though. You know what I mean? Like it's up here and it takes you, you know. So that's where I get it from. If that answered your question. No, that makes sense. And, and and I remember also the edutainment album that KRS put out, which was just mind-blowing, you know what I'm saying, in terms of what he was representing on the project. And I can say you are, in, in the short time that I've known you, your music kind of embodies that same path, right, of, of you know, um, having something of substance to say and, you know, putting that, education educational thought in your lyrics as well so um I, you know when you made when you when you referenced the line um and also when i went back and i looked at the video you know um you know because the, they got the video you know from from that actual song and just yeah. remembering like what krs or realizing what krs was saying like he he was really talking to you know um some of the BS that we still see today in hip hop, right. Or in music. And, um, and you often do a, a really, you know, um, solid job really just talking about that realness, you know, in the music. So, um, I could, I I could see why, um, you reference the, um, the actual, um, that song 
And I just wanted to ask you further about it. So thanks. Yeah, I mean, and then and just to add on in the beginning, like you're saying, when I say, you know, it's a mixture, when I say ease up, selector, I'm flashing back to being in wild Jamaican house parties, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And then saying your genocidal playlist, you know, there's only deaf music they push you. It's only, it's you know, it's only it's only about chaos. It's, it's only about destruction. It's never about building, you know? So that's, I just mixture all those three thoughts and I compressed it and then put it forth like that. Indeed, indeed. Um, also on the song Wizardry, you have a line where you say you got three eyes, no, three eyes, two sides of everything gets seen. You know, and I was like, man, that's a dope line because it's one of them lines where you're like, okay, you got to ponder that a little bit, right? Even though yeah, you yeah. you kind of get it for face value, but it's still one of them lines where you got to really just reflect and think about. So I just wanted to ask you, uh, you know, just to expound on that line, if if you had to define like what is the third eye and how it is beneficial to the idea of discernment like what would be your response the third eye is the mind you know this is the third eye right here so you're doing the knowledge to things on two sides that's why i said two sides everything is seen you're seeing it on the physical and then you're seeing it on the metaphysical level or the spiritual plane whatever way you want to see it so you have to just think before you move um my third eye gives me the information. It lets me see the world in a different perspective. So I'm here with it, boom. And then I'm seeing all things from that angle, that angle, and that angle. Make sure it's 360 degrees that I see it all. Indeed, indeed. So, you know, you guys notice I'm sticking on one song right now, right? But I'm going to get to the wizardry, other song. Wizardry. We're dealing with <laughs> wizardry. At the end of that song, there's an excerpt from uh, Deepak Chopra where he talks about the urgent need for the wizard to return and for the wizard to wake up within us. Mm. Either of you guys can respond to this, but if you can expound on, the, on that idea and what he was talking about in regards to the quality of the wizard within us. He's talking about, Deepak Shroka is talking about the I am, the, the awareness of self. We're in the age of information, the age of Aquarius. So it's about knowing Knowing the ledge, you have to wake up and tap into the inner deity within yourself to bring forth your own truth, your own existence, your own government, your own way of uh, your, your culture. You know, you can't be misled by anyone. There is someone who leads, you know, know thyself and, and understand what that truly means. Um, when, you, when you deal with the way of wizard, you're dealing with the way of, um, without going so far, it's an esoteric, uh, it's an esoteric thought that that manifests into your actual way of life in this plane if you if you get that if you're a reader and you understand that so that's all it means to me got it got it now uh this next question is uh for ross beats mm -hmm. it um i have to say like when i listen to this album the drums really really shine i feel uh, like there's a variety of different and other percussion sounds that give mm -hmm. this album a funky but raw boom bap feel. Tell me I, how you went about selecting the different drum sounds and drum patterns you wanted to display on this album. Oh man, I mean, first of all, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I take a lot of pride. I put a lot of effort into my drums. I mean, that's 
You know what I mean? Is 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 hip hop? It, it's in the style of hip hop we do. The, the drums are a big part of it. Um, I try to make beats for this project for you know something that I was like, this will fit Elo, and I think this will bring out. I think the wizardry beat, for example, like it, it kind of is gonna hopefully inspire somebody to say something of substance on it because of you know the melody in it and, and and the weird percussion sounds and stuff like that um i really try to just make sure that my beats sound right my drums in particular excuse me i want them to knock i don't want them to necessarily overpower everything um like free will the drums are really kind of even though the beat is you know the beat is kind of in your face but the drums are very low in the mix they're just kind of tapping along but man, I just try to, I just try to make something memorable, man, and, and make sure that my drums sound right, and it gives you like some sounds in there that you're like, ooh, what was that? Like, you know, just a little weird sound that comes and goes. Where sometimes I play it back, and I'm like, I don't remember doing that, putting that little sound in there, but I like what it added to it. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. My drums, you know. That's something I put a lot of work into, put a lot of effort into it. It's a lot of, it's a lot of digging through old records and, and, you know, tuning them, putting them with other sounds and stuff like that. So I definitely, you know, I definitely take pride in that for sure. So I'm glad it came across, you know, definitely glad it's heard. Definitely. The other thing I noticed about the project, and I could be wrong, but it seems to me, based on my hmm. listener ear, that there's not much samples in this. Um, Like, you know, like, actual sampling from like you know whether it be soul or jazz samples i don't really hear it but i could be wrong but even if it isn't like i feel like the percussion songs you know sounds really shine completely especially the drums but yeah so, so you're saying that, it doesn't sound like there's any samples on the record it almost doesn't sound like just based on okay. my ear i could be wrong but you know you could you could uh you know you could add on to that if you would like well, I mean, I, I I take that as a compliment. You okay. know what I mean? I think that to my ears, that sounds like like it's it sounds original, right? Um, but it but it's I mean, it's all samples. Like it's all samples. Like Dope. there's a couple of tracks. Like um, there's a couple of tracks where I play. I have a little keyboard where I played a little like you know sort of fill ins. But it. that's so way to the back. But Nah, it, it's all samples, man. That that's that's how I create. You know what I mean? That's like my drums are all samples. My 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 grooves, my my melodies, my bass lines, percussion is all samples. Like that's, you know, I you know I know there's a lot of debate about samples versus playing and 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 all that stuff. But to me, that's just that's how I'm able to create, and that's what I look at it like. I'm good at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and I've been working on it for a long time, so I feel confident saying I'm good at it at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the same time, I think obviously at this point, like I want, you know, I don't want to take a record and it just sounds exactly like that record. You know right. what I mean? Like there's a ton of obviously great hip hop where, where it's, it's pretty recognizable what, um, you know, what the original sample is. And it kind of sounds like that record with somebody rapping over it. And I love all that stuff. You know, I love all my, you know, Furious Five and my, you know, 
to you know speak on Jersey like him Shabazz you know his first album is all loops if I'm mm. not mistaken but it's incredible you know mm -hmm. what I mean but it also has to do with the time where I take a sample like um like wizardry for instance like that's a sample you know the 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 the, the, the guitar keyboard line in it that's that's a sample but a couple of months after we we made that and mixed it and everything I went back to the record and I played and I was like it's different it sounds very different than the original mm, but that's good yeah you know what that's i mean good. i got i got to do my job you know i got to do my job i got to bring i got to bring you know myself to it where it's like i i did i did my work with that original sample but yeah no it's it's definitely samples got it got it so can you talk to me about the order that you choose to create like your boom bap drums do you create like do you go with the the kick and snare first before you attempt to match this, you know, the, the you know, the, the other sample or, or like the melodic sample, or is it like the other way around? Like, how do you, cause I know like some people, mm. they might just feel that like they, the drums will be created first and then they match this, the melodic sample mm. to the drums and it works for them. Like what's your, what, what works for you? What order works for I, you? I think I, I can definitely do either way. It, it depends. But I think most of the time, for sure, I start with like the groove or the sounds, whatever I have, I usually start with that. Okay. I would say a really high percentage of the time I start with that first. And once I have something going, like I have my kick in my snare and, you know, I might change the kick in the snare a couple of times just, just to, you know, get it to sound just right. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to overthink it. But you just don't, you don't want to throw just stuff together too. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some of my favorite producers, you know, all time, like their drum sounds always sound incredible. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I'm like, man, that's, that's the, that's the level you can reach. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta try to, you know, try to aim for that always, you know, whether or not you get to that level that's not i feel like that's not up to me to decide anyways but it's like that's definitely the goal like i've i've heard you know what i mean just as an example like i was listening to the uh your p rock and seal smooth they reminisce over you the other day and i was like they did this in 91 92 like that's incredible that's completely ridiculous you know that the p rock did that beat so technically masterful at that time this is incredible you know what I mean? So I, I feel like I, I study the music because I love it, first of all. But second of all, because it's like a reminder of like, this is this is what you can reach with it. You know what I mean? And I think any time you, you know, get into an art or an art form or creativity, like I think it's good to hear, you know, the really good, the great and the best in that genre and that feel. So you can be like, wow, this is this is what it can reach because if you never hear that, you know, you might not realize it could be that great. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it makes sense. Yeah. You know, like I, I remember I heard the expression high art at some point and I was like that hip hop can really be that. Like it can be any bit as, as in my opinion, you know, it can be any bit as sophisticated and, and, and great as, as any other form of music and art. So, you know what I mean? That just that just inspires you to like, let's make something, let's just do the best we can, and then 
then the judging will be up to other people, but let's do the best we can, you know, and, and take it from there. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely. So I want to actually jump back into some of the lyrics, you know, on in the music. So this next question is for you, Kush. Um, you reference, well, actually, this is words. So you reference the seraphim a number of times in the music on the album. And I feel like it's at least three different times I heard it on different songs. Um, for those that may not know what the Seraphim character is, um, and, you know, what, like, I would ask you, like, what are some, some attributes uh, that the Seraphim symbolizes that have inspired you to reference it in your music? Warriors, righteous warriors, you know, uh, being able to, fall from grace and not get kicked out from grace so you felt you sometimes you could fall from grace but it's still like you strive to get back to that point which i think is humanity in, in us you know we have it when we're born and we come into this world but as we grow and grow into the world we start to lose our lose our grace and start to take on the ways of the world and forget that we divine beings in a sense you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and the seraphim is is it's is also Part of the science, you know, one of the thought schools I'm in, and also reflects my crew, uh, Angels Inc. You know what I'm saying? The fallen angels, we really call it, but we modify it to the angels INC. So we the seraphim, never the cherubim, we the green light reps, never the amber. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, indeed. Usually I'll catch certain lines, and I, if I feel like it's a uh, a thing that I keep seeing cohesive. I always want to ask the artists about it because I know there's always like an underlying meaning or a message, or in most cases there are. So uh, thank you for, you know, expressing that. So um, another song that's really dope is, I mean, this project has eight tracks, but like every track shines, you know, mm -hmm. and they all have their own energy, but cohesively when you look at them they're dope right um the the track i want to talk about is perseverance um mm. before you start the verse kush you say a few words and one of the things you say is there's no such thing as free time and i and i mean you said other things along that but that that stuck out to me and it made me think about how when we were younger we would hear the words free time, like when we would have recess at school. But as right. we got older, we started hearing things like time is money or time waits for no one. Exactly. From your experience, how have you been able to maintain the use of your time wisely? What has worked for you with regards to managing your time best? Um respect for self and respect for others that I, I come in and come in, you know, in contact with on the creative process to add on, like what you said, when we were younger, it was called recreation. You know, you break the word down, it's recreation. You know what I mean? So what are you doing with the time you're here? We don't have a long, we have A and to Z. We think we have forever. It's like, what do you do? You know, I, like I mold myself, like I always spoke to Roz about too. I tell him, I try to mold myself as a modern day jazz artist, you know, and, those brothers was always at work. That's how I feel. Like I want to leave a body of work behind that in 30 years or 40 years, someone picks up and, and says, oh, wow, this guy got busy, you know, and then waste time. And of course, there's life and other things happening in between the range routes, but I'm striving to leave my mark in each time. So I don't have time to 
waste on things that's not in 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 the process or even in 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 the in the in the, in the way of going the way I want to go. You know, I can't hang with I can't hang with roller derby kids when I'm trying to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like even if they're my people, so I, I don't have time for that shit. Like I could just be like, you know, I'm not better than them. I'm just saying I I. I found my purpose and I'm walking in that purpose. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's real. D, I like that line. I'm gonna talk to you about that line before we close yeah. out the show today. So to stay on this track, perseverance. As I reflect about it, I have to say, Ross Beats, uh, this might be my favorite beat on the album. It has a very slick but groovy style to it. It's one of those mm. beats that you know give you that scrunchy face. <laughs> it's like that. Um, so. Talk to me about um this track a little bit. Like, when did you realize that you arrived at that groove? Like, like yeah, that's it. I got it. Like, mm. when did that hit you for this track? Oh, man. Um, that's a good question. I like that. I like that. Um, so, so somebody recently, a friend of mine recently was talking to me about the flow, flow zone, um, you know, which we... I kind of always only heard it referred to as being in the zone, right? Like, you know, you hear that about basketball players and, and creative people as well. Like, you know, that person was in the zone. And, and I feel like a lot of times making beats is like, you know, you start with something and then you might be like, like, what, what, like, what is this? You know what I mean? But it's like, all right, let me keep working on it. Let me keep working on it. And all of a sudden it's like, okay there we go like now now i'm yep we're getting there that one it was like the the, the so that's a that's a sample as well but is 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 sneaky like i call it a, you know some 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 samples you find them is really obvious like all right there it is this one was like one of those there's something here you know what i mean but i don't know exactly what so i sat down and work with it and it's just that there was this it's the same for a lot of beats at a certain point you're like okay yeah there we go and then from there it's it's detailing you know what i mean it's like adding a few little percussion sound like that one there's a little bit you can kind of hear it but there's a little bit of keys that are kind of act like almost like an accent behind the the main groove um but I was definitely like in the zone making it so I, I couldn't tell you like details mm-hmm. But it was one of those, like, at a certain point, I'm like, yeah, this is this went from being weird to being groovy. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I'm always, I'm always conscientious of, like, I don't want to make anything too weird. Like, I, I don't like music that's just weird for the sake of being weird. But I like my stuff to be distinct. I like it to be memorable, hopefully, where, you know, if you listen to 15 other records, you hear something I did, you might be like, you know what's that you know i wanted to stick out uh and 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 again not in the sense of like you know i'm just gonna throw like like yodeling on there so you you know you think it's different but you know something to 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 fit in like what i'm trying to do but at the same time like catch your catch your ear um you know what i mean catch your attention where like what, what what's going on here i like this you know just 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 a few sounds in there a mood or something that that's that's a little different somehow i definitely try to do that so i i think you know sounds like i hit it pretty well with that one indeed indeed yeah man like it's 
I mean, like I said, there's other joints on the album that mm-hmm. really stand out, but I think beat wise, like that got a, that's probably like my favorite beat. Cause it's just, like you said, it's nice, sneaky. Nice. It has like a really slick kind of, you know, vibe to it. So, um, and I, <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. how it comes across. Thank you, man. Yeah. And I, I asked that question because, you know, it has to be like a, like a really fulfilling thing to just get that, that mag when that magic comes together, like, yo, I got it. Like, I figured mm-hmm. it out. I like I, I hit it. You know, you like you hit the gold mine in terms of um, you know, that sound that you were looking for. So um good. Thanks yeah, for breaking like, it down. Yeah. Like um, you know, Sean Price, rest in peace. He said, uh, when I rhyme, I feel like the world's in the palm of my hand. And when I heard that line, I was like, that's how I feel. What if I make a beat and like, yeah, this is dope. That's yeah. how I feel. Like I I can do anything. And, and and the dope thing about it is not gonna it's not an egotistical, like, you know, I'm great. I'm more special than you. It's just like, yo, this is flowing. You know what I mean? It's this inspiration. Like the inspiration is just, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's just going. That's why like, I don't, I don't smoke anything, but a lot of beats, I couldn't tell you exactly how I made them because, right. you know, there is some type of zone that you get into sometimes where it's, 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 it's kind of different. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you, 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 you're turning off, part of your brain i guess and just kind of going with that creative part are there, um are there any elements yeah. that create that zone like is there a certain atmosphere that you generally are in that would manifest that zone to create those sounds that you can think of yeah there's a, there's a couple of really really basic things like you know taking your phone and parking it in the other room you know what i mean and like when I'm working on my computer and, and you know, cause I make the, I use the MPC, but when I go into pro tools, like I'm, I make sure like my email is turned off on my computer. Cause like, I don't need your, your anything right now. You know what I mean? So I think just really down to earth, like taking those distractions and just like, you know, putting them to the side mm-hmm. and you know, if you have like, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to call my mom. I got to do this. I got to do that. Tell yourself, like, I'm going to do that at four o'clock, whatever. I'm going to call then, but until then I'm working, you know, I got to call my brother. I got to do this thing and that thing. Like I'm not, I'm scheduling that in my mind for later. Like for me, it's really like, it's really basic down to earth stuff. It really makes a difference. Like, you know what I mean? Like when I'm making beats, fuck my phone. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not responding, you know? And, yeah. and, and just because that's not important right now, it is once I'm done, then I'll check it. And if it's something I need to respond to, but, but that's it, that's it. Really simple stuff. And I think everybody that works on creative stuff can probably recognize that. And if they don't do it, start doing it. You know what I mean? It's, it's like night and day. You know what I mean? When you put those distractions away, like you focus, it's totally different. Totally different. Honing I wanna, can I add on about perseverance real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I think that's, that is my, like I tell Roz all the time, that's my favorite joint because we have, you know, in, in perseverance for me, it was, it's really where the song came from. Like it was, a, you know, my aunt had passed away and it was like different things I just took into that song. That was like a lot of a great, platform to paint on he gave me a great platform to speak about you know the beat hit me like that hit it's, it's like doom, 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 doom. like it was just like talk it was nothing too heavy so big up Roz beats on that beat man because he gave me the 
the platform to really paint on that. Dope, dope, dope. So I'm not done with that song yet because I got to go to some lyrics from that. Okay. Because um, you, you say on that song, collect my wisdom, project my thoughts, shy away from the praise, then admit my faults. Mm. When I heard that line, I said, that's a pretty honorable line. Can you expound on what has motivated you to have moral principles like this? Um, just, just having knowledge of self, um, studying mathematics, what was taught in my household as a young child, you know, to stand up for certain things and be accountable for your actions. And that line is resonating more than ever in my life right this very second. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, losing something that you, that you per se, like, you know, that you loved at one time or that you held so high because you thought that these things will always take care of themselves or be there. It shows that whatever you earn or gain in this world, you still have to do the work to keep that, whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's uh, humility, uh, you know, self-accountability, a, a woman, a job, or a status, and whatever, you have to make sure you do the work to maintain that and don't get lost in the ego in that process. That's what I learned, and that's what that line means. That's what I, 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 I guess I highlighted from it, right? Like it was really like doing away with the ego, right? And like yes. really checking the ego. And yes. especially the part when you say um, shy away from praise, then admit my faults. Yes. Like that's really, that's humility. You know what I mean? So um, it, just, it just was a line that stood out to me. Um, and I just wanted to ask you about, you know, the inspiration behind it. Thank so you, brother. You listening? I hear you. I hear you listening, Roz. He he did his homework, mm -hmm. Roz. His brother is sharp, yep. man. Yep. Indeed, I like that indeed. a lot. So, getting back to the production on the album, I think it's really interesting that the album is named "The Law of Least Effort" because when it comes to constructing a beat, I've heard that often when you layer it with too much added sounds, it actually ruins the beat. What were some of the tracks on that album where you had to clearly practice the law of least effort beat-wise and why? Mm. It's for you, Ross Beats. Mm. Well, I think... I think in any, in any of the stuff I do, I always try to leave room for, like, the instrument, the final one, which is the voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I always am conscientious of, like, I want to leave space um i don't want to crowd it where like there's no space for the rapper you know what i mean so um interesting question like i think i kind of did that with everything in a sense of like i wanted to make sure that i gave elo like different you know different like moods and, and flavors so to make him talk about maybe different things on them you know what i mean i wanted to make sure that i didn't give him, didn't give him like seven or eight instrumentals that sounded exactly the same and had the same mood and was kind of going in the same direction. I wanted it to be cohesive and sound like one project. But um, the law of least effort as far as production, it's, I think it's about stopping once, once, once you reach it, you know, being like, not professional, but like being sharp enough, I guess, to 
to know that like, nah, this is all it needs, mm. you know? Cause I also like, after I give my, my songs back, whether we record in the studio, whether the, the MC sends me vocals, I like to go back in and add details after the fact, right? Mm -hmm. and 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 sometimes it's like it doesn't need anything you know what i mean it's like i can sit down for two hours and add a bunch of details and be like yo i'm a i'm a i'm such a great producer because i put more effort into it mm -hmm. but sometimes the fact is like yeah but it wasn't necessary so you're just adding extra stuff just to like kind of show what you can do instead of being like no it doesn't need it you know what i mean like like Martyrs is is kind of a, in my ears, like kind of a bugged out beat, but it's simple, you know what I mean? And I didn't add a ton of stuff to that after the fact because the beat already had elements in there. So I didn't think it needed anything to kind of vary it up because there was also, there was already a lot of things going on. Like, like Purpose is another one where I was like, I, I don't need to add anything else because I'm just going to do it like we talked about the ego, I'm going to do it for an ego, for my ego's sake of like, yeah, I did more work. I added, you know, 17 of the sounds and, and, but it didn't improve it. You know, it didn't make it better. So I think sometimes it's just a matter of like trusting yourself of like, nah, this doesn't need anything else. You don't need to add another, you know, whatever the sound is, it, it's not needed. Um, but yeah, I, again like in general like i like to leave room because i like to work with people who i think are talented um more, more than talented you know what i mean i like to work with people who i think are great and then i want to i want there to be space for them to be heard um so that's why I, I make sure i leave the room because leave the room on the beat because it's like you know you got your whatever elements but then there's a major one coming on top, which is, you know, in Lawley's efforts, it's Elo. So there's got to be room for him. You know, if every beat I give him is super complicated and, you know, 75,000 song uh, sounds on it, it's not going to work the same. You know what I mean? So I like it to be, man, it's just to be space for the MC, man. You got to mm -hmm. leave that. Spoken like a, a true collaborator as a producer, right? Uh, giving, mm -hmm. you know, that space for the MC. So the other thing about the project is that it's only eight tracks long. And I'm just curious to know if there were tracks that y'all left out. Like, how did y'all arrive at the eight? Um, Roz, what, what did we do? Uh, I mean, I think that's what, I mean, we had other beats. Right. Roz sent me some fold. He sent me some missiles. But those were the ones that stuck. And, and in the mix down process, shout out to Jake. Uh, Space Lab Recordings Studios. He did a great job mixing down the project. Um, mm -hmm. Nah, I mean, it was just, like I said, it was the law of least effort. I was like, Roz, what you think? He's like, that's it. Right. Roz, what's up? This this is it. Okay, this yeah. one, using that one? Nah, I'm, not, I'm using this one. Okay, boom, 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 boom. And it, right. it, I mean, it does sound quote-unquote cliche, but it really was the law of least effort. It was like, mm -hmm. this is it. Roz, what you think? Nah, that's hot. And the mm -hmm. I think the only the only uh, beat that we had um, a talk about more of what to do with it was purpose, and I'll mm -hmm. I'll let Roz tell you about that one. Roz, Roz, you you know tell him about why we did purpose or what, what you wanted mm -hmm. from. Yeah, so he sent me um, he sent me the the the, the verse right the 
who's going to shed a tear for those who haven't been cried before. I think I said it wrong, but you know, and I was like, what, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? And, and, and I loved it, but it was, it was one verse. And, uh, and I remember we had a conversations where I was like, no, nah, no, nah, we, I, you need, you got to give me another verse, you know, cause it's cool to sometimes do like a short little one minute song and then like, all right, we're going to, we're going to just, just be out. But I was like, no, nah, we need a song out of this. Yeah. Um, so we talked, you know, we talked a couple of times and, and I remember you was like, nah, you know, this is, this is kind of what I, you know, I can't come up with anything. And I was like, no, nah, man, just listen to it. I know you got another verse. And he ended up blessing it with the chorus and the second verse, but it was just like, yeah, one was just too short. Cause that's, that's one of my favorite beats on the album. So I was like, nah, this needs to be a little longer. Just, you know, we got to give him a full meal, you know? So that um, seemed like a situation where you had to make an adjustment to the law of least effort, right? Or just add on to it. <laughs> Cause just, just like that just one. Yeah. 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 Basically just finish the thought because the song right. itself in creativity, the song was about Roz and I being in tour in Denmark. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like that, that's how that made me feel like if when you hear the, when the beat first comes on, it feels like, to me, like I was outside seeing some new things. Like I was in a new continent. I was walking around seeing, that's why you always say it's beautiful, it's beautiful. Because I was checking out different monuments in my head. I was already seeing Denmark, us being on tour in Copenhagen. We was, all, we was already moving around the continent in my head. So that's why I wrote the one verse. And it was supposed to, initially it was supposed to just sound like a fade out to the next joint. But Roz was like, nah, give me some more. I know you have something else. I know you got, and I couldn't, I'm like, all right, I put myself in Denmark, then I extracted myself from there, you know? So I had to revisit the same signs. Okay, what would I do to get to Denmark, you know? And that's why the song came out. But that's one of my favorite joints because I, I like that Roz um, made me reach back inside and draw something else out. That's, that's how you produce truly. Dope, dope. Now, the project also has a few guest features on there. You have artists like Glorious, Lord Sun, Jabaton, and of course, Science of Life. Um, was the process of selecting who the features would be as easygoing as well? Absolutely. I mean, all everyone you named is family, literally. Like, you know, blood brothers or cousins and Science of Life is my comrades for like 30, 25 plus years right now. You know, there's, there's always an album, we're always intertwined. So it was just basically like, you know, we're doing, we're always creating, so it's like, yo, what you think? Yeah, you know, send it to them, no pressure. If they if they said, nah, I don't really feel that one, then it, it was like, okay, then this album's not for you, then I'm keeping moving. But everything I sent to whoever brothers was like, like, so, um, what's that, Doogies, Doogies part five, that's what Glorious on there. That one we actually, that's why my line says, um, I wrote this in tour in Tampa, tapped into my cool, we was really in Florida mm. and we was on tour and we was in between shows and we were sitting just, you know, waiting for the, you know, the sound check and we wrote the song right there, you know what I'm saying? So it was all like, boom, laid it down, recorded it, had it in my computer, got back, like Roz, yo, check this out, like bang, that's it. And then a credit to Roz, the beat that he sent me initially didn't sound like that. Like he, like he said, he sent you something. He sent me something, but then he, he added a little bit more, but not too much craziness to it. You know, right. like, well, well, maybe he didn't. But either way, 
it was dope man so yeah so those and roti is one of my favorite joints man i, I wish we yeah we got to shoot a visual for that too Roz, man like i like that with science yeah, life because it was just a vibe that one was a vibe like nice it wasn't you know it was diddy bopping on that indeed, <laughs> indeed. so i i want to reference back to a lyric you you mentioned earlier kush uh in which is found on the song purpose where okay. you say um finding your purpose and walking in it i think it's such a beautiful thing when someone can actually experience living in their purpose so this next question either of you can answer it if it applies after you found your purpose how did you know you were walking in it and what gave you the validation that you were moving in the right path um for me, I'm still walking in the purpose and finding that purpose. Mm. You know, I think once once you stop searching, you become stagnant and die, you know, if you're not in motion. Um, I think the bumps and bruises you get on that path, those those bumps and bruises are experience. Um, I think not living in, when you're walking in your purpose, you're not living in shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you're active in the I am and, and okay, I'm doing this now. Knowing that true failure is is not trying at all. It's not doing anything. It's just talking about it. You know, success is to me. You know, it's not being just the champion. It's the contender. You know, training, getting yourself together, getting on that road, getting up at six in the morning, jogging, getting up, sparring. You know, like I use it as a boxing analogy in a sense. Um, and then also knowing on that path, the only constant in this planet is change, right? So knowing that you either have to invoke that change or be changed by that change. That's how you know you're moving in your, in your true purpose. Indeed. To me. Indeed, indeed. It's all from your perspective. It Correct. Is what I'm asking. Um, do you want to add on to that, uh, Rasbees? Anything you want to add on to that whole idea of purpose and, and living in it? Walking man, in it? Just to, 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 I mean, man, that's a big question more or less as being a being a good person if people can't handle that then you know removing those people from your life um learning from stuff you know what i mean not making the same mistakes um removing the ego as much as you can you know using your time wisely you know what i mean like if if i'm i love chilling i love it you know what i mean i'm a big fan of kicking back and chilling but I try to make sure when I do that, that I actually really do relax. I'm not mm -hmm. on my phone. I'm not doing 10 million things. Like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm relaxing. I'm doing that, man. It's just, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, take it, taking the wisdom that you get out of life and actually like, you know what I mean? Actually learning from it, you know, actually getting wisdom from different things you experience. And you know what I'm saying? Just, just, man, that's a deep question, but. Indeed. So things like that. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it, man. You yeah, don't have to go too much yeah. into it. But yeah, I appreciate your response. So, Kush, um, you you got a line, I forget which song it is, uh, where you say every month you give a you give away a book for free. Free will. Free yeah, yeah, it was a free will, right? What yeah. motivated you to offer that opportunity and how has it added to your sense of purpose? The act um, of doing that. Knowing, knowing the universal law, which is to give in order to receive, you give or give to receive, right? 
that's it. That's the bottom, you know, the bottom level of it. And knowing that for the literature and the, and, and the different vast volumes of library of books and information I have, I can't take this shit with, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what's better to live on through immortality is through either through your children or the works you leave behind. So I try, I try to give someone what I've learned, you know, give, you know, whether it's the physical book or the reference, just give it to them. So they can maybe capture some of the things I captured. Maybe something's going to grab them like it grabbed me or, you know, Maybe they find a great author, you know what I'm saying? Something about the author that I was infatuated with. These are the things that I try to pass on because you can't take any of this with us. Nothing. Nothing that you have. Anything material is not going with you. It's going to stay here. So I strive to, uh, you know, make sure that the creative process is keep going within a person. Like reading is so important. Information is so important. You're supposed to share it. You know, like, why do you think like that? Oh, yeah, I read a little bit of this book that, you know, I want to share those things. Mm. So that's why. Dope, dope. On the song Martyrs, uh, I want to talk about the production of it for you, Ross Beats. It sounds like mm -hmm. there's a vocal sample being repeated under the drums. I can mm -hmm. only imagine that when you hear this sample by itself, it's probably very bland and lacking outside of the combination with the drums. But when it right. comes together with the drums, it just has this funky, raw, boom-bap sound to it. Like, it just comes alive. Everything cohesively comes together. How were you able to find the right drum pattern to not only complement the sample, but to actually make the beat a dope beat? Um, how was I able to do that? Like, you see I what mean, I'm it, saying? Like, like, I was... Sorry to cut you off, but I was listening yeah. to the beat Mm -hmm. And I envisioned listening to the sample by itself mm -hmm. without the drums. And that's why I said I could only imagine that, like, if you just played this vocal sample by itself, it's just something totally different. So I wanted right. to ask you about the completion of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a choir originally. It's just, you know what I mean? Like a bunch of, you know, people singing. I think it's Norwegian or something like that. Um, but I but I mess with it so it kind of has this the, the the highs and the lows comes and goes in in mm. the in what they're singing so it kind of gives it movement. Um, it's just that's that's production, right? Like you take something a lot of times that doesn't belong there. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you have these this singing, and, and you know if I dug out the record and we started listening to it now. I don't think any of us would 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 think of you know this sounds like hip hop this sounds funky right. this sounds you know it's just like you got you got another record you know what I mean mm. but uh but that's that's the that's the ones that the one that I call sneaky samples and that's the ones that's a challenge of like how can I take something that doesn't really belong and, and make it fit perfectly you know it doesn't belong in a sense of like it doesn't it doesn't seem like musically it fits like nobody's gonna rap over this right. But you know that's that's what that's when you you know when you truncate it you chop it you put it into place and you add your kicks and snare and, and all of a sudden if you do it well you got people bobbing your head. Um, but the drums is really just about sound. Yeah. You know what I mean. Once you got your little groove going a little bit, you know you go through your drum sounds and you're like, yeah, that's it. You know, I need and and I, I kind of most of the time I know. 
like what kind of drums I'm looking for. Like I kind of have an idea in my head and then I start going through my sounds and I'm like, yeah, that's it. Um, but I like that thing of taking something that's when you hear it, it's like different. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's not an obvious sample to make a hip hop record out of, but if you make it fit, it's really satisfying because it, you know, it wasn't like, it, it was never, you know, no record is made with the intent to be sampled 30, 40, 50 years later. That's, that's not how they were, you know, why they were made. But I, I, I'm, I'm sure if you told those people like, oh, check this out, this is your record. They might be like, what, that's us? Like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And, 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 you know, as a producer, I take pride in that. Like, I think that's, you know, that's a good way of doing it. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's feel, it, it feels right. You know, once it feels right, you know, like, yeah, these are the right drums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. You know what but I, I thought but was... I appreciate it. Yeah, indeed. What I thought was interesting and I wanted to ask you about this. Now I know you Thanks. said it's an, it might be a Norwegian, like they may be singing in Norwegian, but I'm like, listen, I'm like, I wonder what the actual sample is saying, <laughs> you know, cause a lot of times you'll hear a sample and like, you have no idea what is being said, or you might think that's what's right. being said, but it's some, something totally different. Like, um, right. yeah, but that that was another thought that came through my mind. So when you said it might be like a Norwegian, like a Norwegian vocal like choir or something, that was actually yeah, funny to hear. Too. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Norwegian because it's one of those like I looked at the record and the titles and and I think it. I bought it somewhere for like two dollars, and I was like, "I'll take a chance on this." <laughs> and I don't know what any of the songs are called. I don't know what they're about because I, I, it's. I'm pretty sure it's Norwegian, but I'm like, I don't, I don't, right. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what this is. So I, I couldn't even tell you what it was about. But they're, <laughs> they're definitely singing about something. <laughs> right, 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 right. But you pull it off, man. You pull it off with the beat, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Indeed, indeed. So um, I want to go back to the lyrics again. And this this next question is going to be for you, uh, Kush. And, and it's for the last song on the album, Roti. Um, mm. You have a line where you say, I got to see it, say it, do it. With the written down plan, I remain congruent. Mm. Can you talk about why writing down your plans and laying order to your goals in written form is so beneficial to success uh one of the one of the jewels before my father left the earth he told me um when you write until you write it down it's a fantasy mm. until, until you put it down on paper or write it somewhere where you can you can revisit it or see it on a regular it's a fantasy you know what i'm saying so and then when I say, I got to see it, say it, do it, that's, that's mathematics. That's knowledge, wisdom, understanding. You know what I'm saying? You got to see it in your head. You have to, that's the knowledge and the wise words are being spoken is the wisdom. The understanding is the action that you brought forth from that. You know what I'm saying? That's that you made manifest into the world. So that, that, that line came out with a lot of different things in mind, but I can, I, sometimes I'll be forgetting I write that stuff. When you say these, like when you, Asking me these questions about the lyrics, I have to brace myself. Like, what did I mean by that? But then it just comes out naturally. I remember. It's like hieroglyphics, Lord. It's like you, you know, you hang something on the wall. And you, I'm over here somewhere, and then you go, "Oh, I did say that." You know, like I did paint that. So yeah, that's what I meant by it. Indeed. Stick indeed. to the plan. Work the plan. Plan your work. Work your plan. That's it. That's what we did with the album. Indeed, indeed. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, man. The album is 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 phenomenal, man. You guys got a lot going on and and Kush, like I think I've been, you know, watching you for a few years now and I think you're just only getting better, man. Like, you know, your voice you, is just so strong on these records, man. Like, and I see the direction you're moving in, man. So just continue to make that happen, you know. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you for the platform, brother. Indeed, indeed. So uh, I want to ask y'all, you know, and you guys can individually give y'all um, responses. So we're like kind of like mid-2021, and I know, Kush, you're always putting out stuff. Uh, but for each of you, like, what is next in store? Like, what can people expect musically from you guys individually? And also, is there a possibility that we will have uh, Law of Least Effort Part 2? So that's mm. like two questions. <laughs> you go first, Ross. Um, I think that definitely is a possibility, strong possibility that we're going to do something again, for sure. I feel like me and Elo's relationship is totally different than when we started working on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talk about shit now, too. You know what I mean? If we talk if we call talk about music, like, you know what I mean? Like, we catching up with each other, too. Um, and I think that's the type of thing that takes a little bit to develop. You know, at least for me, like, I don't meet people and then the next day I'm like, that's my man. Um, not because I distance myself, but because, like, I use words like that carefully. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, just, just so they still mean the same thing. Um, so I, I definitely think there's a strong possibility of that. We're still, we're still working this, you know what I mean? We're still talking about it right now. So, like, we're not really in, like, I would I mean, you know, speaking for myself, I don't, I'm not in the mode right now of, like, yeah, we're going to do another one right now because this one still feels present. Yes. Um, but I definitely feel there's a, there's a strong possibility of that for sure. Um, and I, and I, I think we have a we have a good chemistry, so I can definitely see that. You know, hopefully Elo won't say hell no and I'll look crazy, but <laughs> nah, for me, for me, it's, it's see, um, it's the same science. Like I we're still in this in this particular, you know, presentation, you know what I'm saying? So we work in this, like like even the way we presented it at first, it was like, yo, do you rock with us for real? If you do. Go get it to from the website. No middleman. Just straight from us to you. And if mm -hmm. you were smart, you got you got something with it. Like you bought the digital package from us. You got something extra that you won't get on Spotify or anything else like that. We didn't do any physicals. We wanted to keep it in the digital age. Um. So yeah, we're definitely sticking with this right now. This is one of my my main concerns. And if something manifests, we might add another song, another instrumental, something like that. But as far as the next thing. Yeah, we'll be definitely working together. It may not be the law of least effort too. It may be something totally different, but mm. we definitely have, we're gonna be working on something, you know, because we have, you know, like Ross said, uh, what as we started to where we're standing right now, our, our relationship personally and professionally is totally different. So mm. we're LinkedIn, right. like you know, we're moving upward towards. So that's what's up. Yeah, be on the lookout. You might get you might you might catch a stray missile somewhere like Ross Deuce producers. I'm I'm back flipping on there some way, you know. <laughs> Indeed, indeed, man. Listen, man, it was a pleasure having you two on the show. Um, I wish you all nothing but continued success. Um, for the people that may not be aware, though, if you want to give them your website or social media platforms where they can stay connected with you, feel free to go ahead and do so. 
Raz, DJ always first, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, the website is is, is rasbeats.com, R-A-S-B-E-A-T-S.com. You can get anything on there, anything you need, but also you can check me out on like the social media, Instagram, it's rasbeats, NYC, Twitter is rasbeats. Um, yeah, man, that's it. It's all there. Uh, for me, elokush.com, that's E-L-O-H-K-U-S-H.com. Elo Kush Twitter, Instagram, Elo Kush. Um, just check us out, man. Do yourself a favor, man. Like, you know, check us out online. Check both of our websites. Check our catalogs and just follow the path that we laid forth, man. We're we putting out great music. We're not, yeah, you're not going to hear a whole bunch of murder, death, kill with us. You're not going to hear a bunch of devilish music. You're going to hear the art form with us. So if you, if you tuned in and tapped into that, you're sick of the same type of album covers and the same type of, you know, everybody trying to duplicate one person. You're trying to see some originality, authenticity. Come mess with Rise and myself, man. Tap into us. Well said, well yes, said. So, uh, again, brothers, thank y'all. I want to say to all of our viewers and listeners, make sure y'all go to our website, outtheboxmedia.com, and subscribe on the website. Also, um, you know, hit up our Patreon page if you want to become a Patreon subscriber and get access to exclusive interview clips. We got a lot going on, man, and I just want to stay connected with y'all to the artists that are on the show today. I'm going to be looking for much more music from both of you, um, and I know y'all got a lot more to offer. So, again, much success to all of our fans and listeners. I want to say peace, love, and light. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay focused. We out of here. Peace. Peace.